Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. I am your host, Josh Peak, and today happens to be Wednesday, the 19th of May, 2020. Uh, this is episode 226. This is the first episode after my two-year anniversary blowout five-hour-long podcast. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that with my friends. It was a little, it was very entertaining for me. Um, I'm hoping it was for you guys. Uh, we didn't really talk about anything in particular. <clears throat> we more or less just talked and hung out. And I think I ate a pizza and drank some beer and, um, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Um, the main thing I just wanted to do was open that up for some of my other friends that have mentioned to me they wanted to do a podcast where we just hang out and drink beer and talk and be silly. And and I wanted to kind of prove to myself that it was possible. I also wanted to test the limits of what Zoom could do because I did sign up for the uh, year for Zoom. Uh, I went ahead and paid the money. Um, not a bad deal. I've been using it. It actually works really well. Uh, I did have to um, have some technical workarounds in order to get it to work, but uh, it's nothing that big. It's just preferences. Like for instance, I've noticed that the camera angle works better if it's above your head, kind of looking down. It's that whole selfie thing of if I hold my camera this way and smile at my camera when I take a picture, it makes me look thinner because it doesn't show the shadows in my in my fat cheeks or my nose or whatever, my, my triple chin. Um, coming from this angle, it looks fine. And then I got this neat little ring light up there that helps light up my face. So that looks a little better. I got this cool background so that it looks better than just my weirdly painted wall that I've patched over and replaced holes in the wall because we've had pictures. And, you know, every step of it is just a preference. Now, you don't have to do any of that if you're doing it yourself. When I started this podcast, one of the things that I was so happy about was that I did it myself, that I literally downloaded an app called Anchor and I went from there and I just started recording and I've been trying to tell people that they could do it themselves and some people have taken the ball and ran with it. Some people have actually followed through. One in particular, my buddy Greg has continued with his 5 and 40 podcast. But to be honest, he you know, he's not consistent. He gets busy. I mean, I get it. He's out there saving lives. I even teased him about it on his uh on his, on the podcast he did with us. Um, you know, he's also the lead singer in a band. I mean, he's got a lot going on. Um, he's not going away though. He's going to be back. He's going to keep doing the thing and he's going to continue to be a guest on this podcast because I just keep bringing people that I like back on the podcast. Um, we had a lot of feedback from the episode I did with Ian, Mike and Danny. Um, Ian and Mike are police officers up in the Ohio area. We'll just say that. We're not supposed to say where they are police officers at. And uh, <clears throat> it was a very fun and interesting conversation about how they're handling this COVID-19 process and, and what it means to them to do their job safely and effectively. Um, I got a lot of feedback from that. I got a lot of people asking me also when I'm going to have uh, Kelvin back on to talk about mental health. And we're working on something like that. Uh, Kelvin's in the middle of something right now, so... We're going to let him continue doing what he's doing. I think him and his wife are currently looking for a, a, a new house. Um, they'd been looking for a new house, but I think they may have found one. So there may be a delay on that while they're busy trying to, I guess, transition. 
But anyway, we're going to work something out. Trust me, it's, it's going to come back. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned before that a lot of this came from motivation from Leanne Kreischer just saying, here's how you do a podcast. Just download this app. And I like to give a lot of credit to her for doing that because nobody else has done that. Nobody else has said that. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I mean, a lot of podcasts. And nobody else has mentioned, oh, this is how you do this. When I had uh, Ron White on here this last time with Desiree, um, we had a conversation outside. He goes, this is really cool, man. You've, you've really built a lot here yourself. But, you know, why do you keep trying to show other people how to do what you know how to do? It's like, you know how to do a magic act, but you keep showing other people your magic act. And I'm like, it's not a magic act. Like, here... I have to be true to myself. And what's true to me is at the heart, I like to help other people get better. I like to help other people advance their lives. I like to figure something out and go, Hey, this is what I figured out as a dad. I had, I helped raise three boys. Um, and along the way, one of my favorite things to do is go, Hey guys, by the way, I figured out that if you do this, this works well, or, if you're interested in doing this, I can show you how to do it. It was the thing that I guess I was missing growing up as a kid. I would have questions. And of course, we didn't have Google back then. We also didn't have support. I mean, let's face it, you know, when you're a parent and you're raising kids before the internet, you didn't know how to do things also. So you just sat around and tried to figure out what's going to pass the time because all the time your kids are going, hey, how do I do this? And you have no answers. I mean, I remember my mom's biggest answer when I was younger was, look it up. Go to the library and look it up. Well, the library sucks. Okay. I know some people out there are big time into libraries and out there, there's some library and listen to this right now going, fuck you, man. And listen, libraries suck. Okay. It's very hard to find what you need. It's very hard to find what you're interested in. And when you look at what the internet is now, you go, yeah, why are libraries going to exist in another few years? I mean, why do they need to exist in another few years? We literally have supercomputers on our phones that can, uh, that can connect us to everything in the world. All the information. Now, granted, there's something really cool about having something tangible in your hands that you can flip pages and all that stuff, but that's nostalgia. I mean, it does worry me when everything turns digital that things in the future could be changed. Um, I don't know what's going to happen when that happens. I don't know if that's even possible, but I mean... You could literally just go into a computer system and change words and books, and then you change history. I mean, that's a that's a scary idea, but it's a possibility. Um, but also, it's way more convenient than having a physical building and books and a weird system that you have to look up stuff on to to find where this book is and then do the research and blah, 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 when you can just ask Google or whatever. I mean, that's my go-to. It's probably your go-to also. Um but as a parent, that then helps you because you have things like YouTube where someone out there has shown you a video on how to, I don't know, change a toilet seat or how to turn up your hot water heater or how to fix a broken window or how to whatever, whatever the thing is, you can probably look it up and find information. So that's what I did. I used YouTube to figure out how to do what I've done so far. And I try to give credit where credit is due. I talk about people like Think Media on YouTube 
it's a group of creators who basically just nonstop look at new ways to come up with media, come up with ways to uh, show shortcuts of this is how you do this, this is how you do that, this is what you want to think about when you're doing this. Very good stuff. There's a guy that's a radio guy that's now a podcast guy, uh, Shan the Man on YouTube. He's this long-haired fella. You can tell he has the radio voice like he was the radio DJ back in the day. And he's learned, he's had to learn in order to survive. And through that learning, he's also learned some tricks. And he doesn't mind sharing all the tricks that he learned. I like these people. I like people like this who are like, hey, here's what we know. Now, um, there's also a few others that I'm, I'm recently watching that I can't recall their names off of right now, so I'm sorry. But um, they're taking equipment and they're saying, all right, so I got this equipment and I'm going to learn how, to st- how this works. And I'm going to show you guys how it works. And there is definitely a niche for that because there's people like me who are self-starters who are trying to figure everything out themselves. I'm in this weird position now, though, and I don't know what the next step is. Um, I like having group podcasts with people here. I mean, you guys could see that with the uh, Ian and Mike and Danny here. I mean, I had I had four grown men in this room having a good time, having a podcast. I couldn't film it like I wanted to. This is the limitation I have. I don't know how to film it properly. I don't know if I need to have a, a camcorder, a single camcorder. Right now I'm using an iPad and it's on a tripod and I have a uh, boom microphone that, that sticks out of the bottom, a shotgun microphone that sticks out of the bottom. I don't know if that's the proper way to do it. Um, I know that right now, uh, if, if Danny McWilliams is listening to this, he's like, you need to get your shotgun mic and hang it from the ceiling. And that way you can get people directly their sound right here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Or uh, one of those microphones that sits in the middle of the table, that way it gets the ambient you know, sounds from everybody. But then, you know, I've got an audio setup. I've got microphones hooked up to things. I don't know that I need another microphone system set up for a camera. <clears throat> I would like to figure out how to use what I have or to just take stock video and use the audio from this. Now, there are some things out there that I'm looking at. Um, and right now, if you're not a technophile, you're like, boring. Um, I get it. I'll be, I'll be brief. There are some things out there that you can hook multiple camera sources up to. And <clears throat> I'm thinking that's the way to go. But I don't know how to switch. Like, I want something that switches automatically. Uh, there are things that you can, you can have like a, like a touch screen where you switch cameras with camera one, camera two, camera, camera four. And that way when people talk, it focuses on them kind of like zoom does, except you don't have to have everybody in separate locations to do it. I want to figure out how to do it where everybody's in the same location. I also want to figure out how to do it. So it doesn't cost me an arm and leg. I mean, I know there's things out there. Like I heard Joe talk about using something called a TriCaster and I'm thinking that's what he uses. Uh, but I'm not certain. I can't find m- many videos about TriCasters. I mean, here's the thing is I don't know where the technology is. I don't know what the right technology is. Every time I search it, I'm searching things like how to use three cameras uh, in one video feed, how to automatically switch in video, how to switch videos from multiple cameras, how to, and of course, everything I bring up is like, either super high technical and they're speaking in jargon that I don't understand or they're using equipment that I can't afford. And it's that weird middle ground of 
what's the right equipment to use? Again, talking about cameras, what's the right camera to use? I bought a, a Canon Vixia HFW10 camcorder because I thought, well, this will work good because it has unlimited recording. But the image quality doesn't look as good as it does from my mirrorless uh, Canon EOS Rebel T7i. But the Canon Rebel is only allowed to record for 30 minutes and then it shuts itself off and you have to turn it back on again. Well, if you're doing a five hour podcast, that's a lot of messing around with cameras that, that you would rather not have to spend time worrying about. There are people that stream from cameras like that. They'll set them up and they'll take a, what they call a dummy battery. They'll put a dummy battery in there and then they'll wire it to the wall so that it has continuous power. The dummy battery then allows it to not be, charging a battery inside your machine and causing it to overheat. Um, but again, that doesn't release it from only recording for 30 minutes. So there's no point in that. Um, they do sell some nice cameras that have good quality video and audio. Um, but I mean, how many of those cameras do I need to buy? So here's my thing. If, any, if anybody out there is listening to this and you have some workarounds, send me some information at stuffiheardpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I would like to know some information. I would like to learn. I want to figure out how to make this better. For now, I'm going to keep using what I'm using. I like my audio board. I like my microphones. I'm not, I don't see it. You know, some people are out there using these, these $500 microphones this microphone that I'm using that I've been using for the last two years cost me 28 bucks on Amazon. It's a Behringer microphone. Sounds great. I don't have any problems with it. I haven't heard any complaints. I haven't heard anybody say, Oh man, your microphone sounds like crap. No, it sounds great. It is a directional microphone. So you have to talk into it. You can't do it from the side. Some people have those ones that they literally, it sits like this and they talk into the side, you know, it's just a style of microphone, whatever. No big deal. This sounds fine. I don't need to spend $500 for microphones each. I mean, maybe one day, but not right now. It's not necessary. Um, here's the thing. Before anybody out there is thinking about creating something or doing something themselves, before you go spending any money, ask yourself, am I looking at the equipment that I have and using it properly? Is there things that I still haven't figured out and just ask, look around, go on YouTube, do whatever you got to do. See if you can find some information that will help you figure out what perhaps you're missing. Um, there is always some type of workaround that you just haven't uncovered yet. There's something on my computer called OBS, and I can't figure out how to use it. I've watched YouTube videos on it. They don't make any sense because all the videos that I look at are for, are for computers older than mine, or the OBS has an update and it doesn't have the same selections as the ones that are on YouTube. So I was like, okay, if I could figure it out, here's an opportunity for me to make a video of here's the latest update as of, you know, what's today's date? The 19th of May, 2020. I mean, that's the thing is <clears throat> technology is forever changing and so is the software. So if you ever have a, a new workaround, share that information online and you're going to help somebody else further what they're doing. And that's how we all continue to get better. So, with that being said, let's talk about the latest news. <clears throat> and hang on, I need to drink a little bit of coffee before I say this. 
Coffee. Um, <clears throat> so Joe Rogan announced at the beginning of his latest podcast that he did with Patton Oswald. Patton is uh, not on location. He's somewhere else. They apparently Skype it in or something like that. And before the video begins, he makes an announcement saying that he is going to be leaving YouTube, going to Spotify exclusively January 1st. Um, I know for some time, I've been watching a lot of his videos on YouTube, and I know for some time he's been complaining about the fact that YouTube will demonetize them at any at any slight inkling of uh, whatever. And some of it is because he sometimes has people on and they use foul language. It'd be like my mom going, why does he have to say the F word so many times? Okay, so here's the thing. Some people communicate differently, okay? And they deem that, okay, we can't sell your podcast because no one's going to no one's gonna pay to be a sponsor on your podcast, which is dumb because if you're Joe Rogan and you have a three-hour podcast that gets over a million downloads per day on a regular basis, there is no question that advertisers want their ad to be seen, no matter what he's talking about. Hey, there, here's an opportunity for us to be seen. Now, I say that, and I also say this. He said that in the past, he's gotten like companies, big companies saying, we'll pay you blah, blah, blah money to talk about our product. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to talk about your product because it doesn't interest me. I'm not selling out just to talk about Crest or Tide or, or whatever, Ford. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. He's big enough that he can pick and choose what he wants as his advertising. So... Part of it is a YouTube analytic of them putting on commercials for things that they can sell that are generalized. But like if he talks heavily about a, a political issue, then right now there's a political race going on. There's no political ads that are going to play because they're like, well, we can't we can't advertise for your for your political stuff. I had the same thing going on. I was supporting Tulsi Gabbard a hundred percent, and I would get these ads saying or these things from from YouTube saying we can't. We can't monetize your video because it doesn't suit all of our advertisers. That's a broad-based spectrum statement to make from a company like YouTube. I mean, you could just say, we can't put political ads on yours, but we can sell other stuff. I mean, that would be perfectly fine. I talk about things that are worth selling all the time. If anybody out there wants me to talk about something that I like, a product that I enjoy, like Anchor, I mean, there are things that I would love to, to talk about. I mean, there are certain companies, <clears throat> if you guys are watching YouTube right now, I'm showing my shirt. There are certain companies out there that are, that are good quality people that deserve a shout out. I'm wearing my Tubbs shirt, by the way. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're good quality people out there that, deser- that deserve some shout out and deserve some attention to what they're doing and say, hey, send some business our way. You know, we could really use the help, you know, especially right now during this whole pandemic, you know, quarantine thing. But Joe announcing that he's leaving YouTube and going to Spotify is a huge deal. He said that they signed a multi-year contract and he said it's not about money, but it's about, he doesn't say it, but he kind of says it under his tone. It's basically about control. He wants the freedom to do what he does and without someone telling him he can't, 
which I think YouTube is constantly telling them he can't. YouTube is constantly telling me that I can't do what I do. I'm constantly frustrated with YouTube. And they, the way they handle their, their whole system is they don't give you much opportunity to refute your situation. You can just click the button that says review uh, physical request. And then they either give you a thumbs up or thumbs down like, like you're Caesar. And it's like, wait, what? Wait. I don't have a chance to talk about the fact that, that like I had an episode <clears throat> where I talked about the, the show uh, 13 Reasons Why on Netflix and how horrible it was and how important it was to have that conversation amongst parents and teenagers and, you know, have families that if they, if they in any way see any signs that their kids need help to seek out personal help and stuff like that. And they demonetized every conversation that I had about that show. They were just like, nope, he's, he's talking about suicide. We don't want you to talk about it. I did one about soldiers coming back from war and having PTSD and needing to seek counseling demonetize just i've had great conversations with people talking about these things that are important to us and youtube's just like no we're not we're 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 going to deplatform you i've gotten warnings from them saying if you keep talking about this we're going to deplatform you i'm like what and i'm sure joe has gotten the same thing because joe talks about whatever he wants to talk about which is supposed to be what free speech is so that's the question what is free speech i mean my wife and I had this discussion last night. She's like, how can they do that? Don't they understand how much, how much attention he brings? And I was like, yeah. I said, but in a way, Joe is actually a little bit bigger than YouTube right now because Joe could leave and not only take his audience, but take other people's audiences as well because other creators are going to look at that and go, well, why aren't I thinking about going to Spotify? There's got to be some reason. And then he, he, he'll talk about what's going on and he'll say, hey, this is why I'm leaving. And other creators are going to go, Maybe I should be looking into that too. Think about that profit margin or that, that chunk of creators that could potentially leave YouTube and go to another source. Think about those advertising dollars that Google is going to miss if they don't change what they're doing or adjust. I mean, so on one hand, let's say, let's say that I have a, a platform like YouTube. Let's just call it JoshTube just for conversation, okay? Let's say I have JoshTube, all right? And on Josh Tube, I go, hey, you guys, you can publish anything you want on here. It, this is all about you, and you can publish you and talk about anything, show everything. And then you get some guy doing something awful to like an animal, or you get a hate speech group on there talking about, you know, kill these people and stuff like that. Okay, so if it was my company, I'd go, I don't, I don't, I don't want that on there. So your intentions in the beginning would be, I don't want this stuff on here where people are getting hurt or animals are getting hurt. So Let's block those people. Okay. That's how it starts. Then it turns to things like the conversations that were happening on 13 Reasons Why, where bullying is a big part of it. Okay. So you look at your content and go, all right, is somebody being a bully? And if they're being a bully and they're using their platform to just bully people around, maybe we need to deplatform that person. Okay. It starts slow and it just grows. So my wife made a comment. She goes, what's to say Spotify isn't going to do the same thing? Once they get big enough, they're going to be like, hey, Joe, you can't talk about this. Maybe. That may happen. That may really happen. And in which case, Joe's big enough now that he could actually just have a a website and put out his own content on his own website. And we'd all watch it. Wouldn't you watch it? What would it be worth to you? I mean, 
I know in the beginning, this was all, he's like, I'm just going to do these free. If people want to pay for, you know, if people want to watch the advertising, watch the advertising. If you want to promote our sponsors, great. These platforms allow you to do that. And Joe putting out a three-hour podcast on a regular basis is a big deal. That's a lot of content to push through, which I want to come back to, okay? Matter of fact, let me write that down. Three-hour. So, with a three-hour podcast on a regular basis, that's a lot of bandwidth that that company then has to have servers for so that they can supply enough streaming ability so that people can watch it all over the world. Because if you have a million downloads immediately, you don't want your system to crash. You want people to keep clicking on it. You want traffic to keep coming to your channel. That helps increase your revenue flow because then you can go to your advertisers and say, hey, listen, we get you know 20 billion downloads a day. If you choose to advertise with us, we'll make sure it goes on the right platforms. It's all about money. So what if Joe created his own website, which he has a website, but he's just like, hey, at this point, from this point on, just go to my website for all the podcast stuff. I'm going to put out my own feed. Jamie is definitely smart enough that he knows how to, how to publish RSS feeds to different people. He could use Anchor to do that for free. It's super easy. Um, <clears throat> the only problem with Anchor, and this is a problem that I'm having right now, is this past week, my five-hour podcast, I couldn't load on the Anchor. I had to go into GarageBand and split it up into two different parts and publish half of it as part one and half of it as part two because they have a limitation on the amount of data that can be put on their page. This is going to be a problem with video too because I tried to load a video. It says it's too big. Now, Here's where YouTube right now is excelling because I loaded a five-hour podcast on YouTube. It went up. Doesn't mean it's going to stay there. They could listen to it and they could at any point go, yeah, this is demonetized. I could do the five-hour podcast for nothing. I mean, I'm basically doing it for nothing. I'm not getting paid a whole lot for it. This is just a, a fun hobby that I'm having and I get to share it with other people which is essentially what it's for, for me. This is for me and my friends. Anybody else who wants to participate, you can join along. But as we build community and as we keep growing, it does require things. It requires me to spend money. I am spending money. I'm spending money on a laptop, on microphones, on mixer board, on lights, on whatever. There's things I'm spending money on to make this better as we go along. And it costs money. And if I'm able to make a little bit of money from it, great. I mean... I don't think I'll ever make enough to retire on, but it could be something that helps put food in my mouth as I get to be retired. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Um, in the meanwhile, though, I just have to lean forward. That's the thing. All of us, any creators out there, lean forward. Just keep creating what you want to create. Keep, keep talking about what you want to talk about. Keep finding new ways to do it. Joe talking about going to Spotify made me think, well, I mean, I could post videos on Spotify as well if I knew how. I tried to look at Spotify to see where videos of podcasts are. I couldn't find any. I don't know where they're at. I mean, I know when he does it, they're going to have to say, here's where you can find videos now. When I go to upload an episode, it does have a button that says load audio or video. But I can't load video. 
because anything over a certain limit is too many megabytes and it won't load. So there's a huge flaw there uploading. I don't know if it's because it's Anchor and I have to use Spotify instead. I mean, Spotify bought Anchor, so it's the same company essentially. But it, it is and it isn't. So then the question is, how do I get this loaded properly? I'm not sure. These are all things I want to learn. These are all things that I'm, I'm kind of I'm putting them out there in the universe because I want people to understand the only way we're all going to grow from this is if we all work together to figure out a solution. Okay. That's the thing with this COVID-19. Like a lot of people are like, I don't know. We're going to have to figure out what works. The whole planet is working on it because if anybody finds a solution, it's a good opportunity to make money. Dr. Rhonda Patrick was on Joe Rogan this recently and she talked for the first 40 minutes about vitamin D deficiency and how vitamin D deficiency could be the leading cause of people getting the COVID-19 and dying from the COVID-19. She talks about how your body naturally takes in UVB light from the sun and depending upon the color of your melatonin, you could take in more or less amounts because of what you're genetically used to taking in. She said that 70% of the U.S. population is vitamin D deficient. 98% of those people are dying from COVID-19. So take some vitamin D. I mean, watch the podcast. Seriously, there's a lot of information that comes at you within the first hour about vitamin D deficiency. Very informative. That's a conversation I wouldn't normally hear anywhere. But because it's on Joe's platform, his platform, I didn't say YouTube's platform, his platform I'm then listening to it and I'm paying attention and I'm taking notes and I'm like, this is information that is necessary. I talked to my stepdad about it on the phone. He's an ear, nose and throat specialist. I was, I was mentioning it to him. He goes, that's exactly what we're talking about right now. That's, that's what we're discussing. Vitamin D deficiency. Now he's an expert. He's in a field of experts. They're discussing it as doctors but that conversation wouldn't get to the normal person if it wasn't for a podcast like Joe Rogan being curious and just saying, Hey, let's get on here and talk about it. You got someone like Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who's accessible and she has her own podcast. She has her own platform, but she's platformed through Joe because Joe had her on. He's created an audience for her just because he's like, I want to get you on here and talk about this stuff. She's been on there before talking about the benefits of sauna, which they talk about for the next hour of the show. Here's the thing. If it's something called YouTube with the word you as the first word, <clears throat> take some responsibility to create your own stuff. But the tube part means they have the right to do whatever they want because it's their company. Spotify is going to be the same way. Use whatever tools you have to get your message out there and keep growing your brand, keep growing your content. Who knows? Maybe one day you'll be big and, and you can just say, yeah, just check out my website for more information. You can put out your own RSS feeds. Who knows? I'm curious to see where this is going to go with Joe Rogan. I don't know where it's going to go. Um, but wherever it goes, it's going to bring a tidal wave of people to it. So Spotify better get on their game and make sure everything is working properly because day one, when they turn the switch, there's going to be millions of people following in that footstep. 
for me as a creator, I want to be one of the first ones that jumps on their video platform as well. If I can publish in YouTube and Spotify, who knows? I may get new people that only listen to Spotify because they have an Android device or people who are just against YouTube. I mean, there's some people who are just against YouTube because they're so pissed off with them. I mean, if I got deplatformed, I'd be pissed off too. But I could publish to both. Why not? All it would take was me hitting a button. Well, essentially, there's a little more work than that. But you get my drift. What do you think? Thoughts? I need some feedback on this. I feel like I'm talking into a void and it's just me looking at me going, yeah, I don't know either, but it's just my face. So what are your thoughts? (sighs) It's Wednesday morning. Got a lot to do. I got a lot to do and I got nothing to do. Does that make any sense? We're still on a reduced work schedule at work. It's, uh, it's increased to 32 hours, which is great. So I am working more than the normal 20. Um, we're still furloughing people, which is stupid. We are getting very busy. Uh, people at the beach have opened up. There's a lot of people at Myrtle Beach. I went to the beach yesterday. It was very, very busy. We still have people furloughed at work, and they haven't called them back yet. And it's, I'm, I'm supposed to be a trainer, and I've been running a route for the last couple of weeks, at least one day a week because they don't have enough people. And it's like, what? We have a sign up that says now hiring drivers. I got eight drivers that are on furlough right now. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Of course, I'm not in charge, so I'm not supposed to get it. I'm just supposed to do. So yeah, it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> I have been listening to a lot of podcasts um, one of the most interesting ones I've been listening to lately is Dan Cummins' Time Suck. Uh, really cool information about the Civil War, stuff I didn't know. Um, he's been doing a lot of like serial killer stuff too, which is very interesting. It's terrifying, but it's also interesting. Um, he did one on the multiverse, which is a big fascination for me. Obviously you see the big Fibonacci sequence behind me, which I have to explain to people what it is. Um, he talks about the multiverse, but he, but he doesn't really talk about the multiverse. He talks about the history of, you know, mathematics and equations and string theory and quark theory. And I don't know. It's very confusing. It's not at all what I thought it was going to be. Um, it's actually turned out to be my least favorite one that he's done. Uh, weirdly enough, the ones that he's done on these crazy serial killer guys are are very interesting. Um, I don't know. I'm liking the podcast. I'm liking the information. It's helping me learn a lot because he talks about this is what we thought. This is what we know. He's still a comedian, so he makes jokes in between. And he'll say very quickly, JK, which is just joking. Um, or just kidding. I mean, he'll say all kind of silly nonsense. It's at a certain point during each show. He's like, uh, yeah, he actually believed that if he did this, it would do this and give him superpowers. He could fly all over the world. JK, 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 just kidding. And then he'll go off on the, on the other subject or whatever. But 
very interesting show. Um, at home, on a regular basis, we're watching the Tim Tracker on YouTube. Him and his wife have a baby son, and they're talking about Disney. They do a lot of Disney vlogs. Right now, with the quarantine and with them being shut down, there's been a lot of you know, home stuff going on because they're just trying to fill content because they have extra time. They're not working. And um, I guess Disney invited Tim to come back to the park to do a walk around to not the park, but to Disney Springs, which is their shopping area with the restaurants and the high end shopping places like Disney, um, uh, the different uh, specialty type stores and stuff like that. The Lego store, the, unique uh, type stores anyway. So he went there for like a media day so they could show him an example of what it was going to look like. And it looks like to me watching it, it looks like it's not going to work. It looks like it's, it's a good plan that's done for some type of safety video saying, Oh yeah, we're going to stand this far apart and we're going to stand on these little blocks on the ground and we're going to wear masks and we're going to wash our hands every two seconds. And we're going to, I've been there. None of that's going to happen. They're going to try and enforce it, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to be a disaster. Uh, and I say that with the most loving, affectionate feeling I don't think that I, I don't want to minimalize what people have been through. I don't want to minimalize the danger that some people are still in, but I can't express enough how overly cautious people are in certain situations. Uh, I really feel like in a lot of areas, some people are taking this way too far. I mean, I heard a podcast where a guy said, what do you want? 1% of the population to die or 60% of the population to be homeless? That's, that's the math. And that's a legitimate question. I can't help think about kids who need school, need to go to school as a way to get food. Kids who are in a low-income situation where that's the only meal they're going to get for the day. Or kids who need to go to school as a safety net to get away from their abusive parent who may be on drugs or alcohol, or just physically abusive. You know, so many families right now have no income. So many families right now are, are going hungry. What is the death toll going to be as a result of us being overly cautious? And that's the question that is terrifying.
So I don't know those answers. This isn't that podcast. I'm just supposed to tell you about stuff I heard. And this is all stuff I've heard. I have heard that things are going to start opening up more June 1st. I know here in the um, Florence area, we're close to Myrtle Beach. They've said, you know, slowly things are going to open up more and more. Some restaurants are starting to do 50% capacity. I've been in restaurants delivering groceries and they'll have tables set up where there's every other table has their chairs upside down or they'll have like an X on it, which is fine. You know, um, I've been in some restaurants where when you walk in through the back door, they, they ask you to put on a mask to make deliveries. But then you look around and nobody in there has got a mask on or one guy has a mask on or the waitresses have a mask on. I mean, how far is too far? I've tried working in a mask. It's awful. I can't breathe. You're not meant to breathe in the carbon dioxide. You just breathe out all day long. It's really bad. After about 40 minutes of wearing it, I felt like I was going to pass out. So what's the move? I don't know. I can tell you that moving forward, we're all going to be figuring out together and we're all going to be sharing it and we're all going to be a community because that's our choice. That's what we're supposed to do. And that's what we will do. So I can hear my house stirring. It sounds like everybody's waking up now. So I'll be, uh, I'll be starting my day. I got to get a haircut. My hair is ridiculous. I keep looking at it in this stupid camera and I don't like it that my hair is long like it is. I keep having to move it off my ears and off the back of my neck and it's making me crazy. Um, I think barbers have opened up this week. So I'm going to see if I can get my haircut today. <clears throat> also got to do some grocery shopping, you know, the essential weekly stuff that has to be done, but it still has to be done. Right. Um, hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is social distancing properly. I hope that you're not one of the ones out there fighting this awful disease. Um, if you're a creator and you have ideas about this stuff, reach out to me. If you don't know how to reach out to me, email me. Stuff I heard podcast at gmail.com. I have a website, www stuff I heard. Go on there. You can see episodes, you can see pictures of people. I post all the information I can on there. So check it out. All right. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Um, I heard Tim Tracker say on his at the end of every one of his podcasts, he does this thing where he says, Now it's time to pay the price. Because he says, I'm making this content. That's what I'm doing. You guys can help me out by paying the price by clicking the like button and the share button. So click the like and the share button. Help me out. Okay. Thanks, guys. Take care. And as always, cue the cow.